Ladies and gentlemen, do you need coasters? You know that you do. You know that you have those friends who come over and they put stuff directly onto your table and you're like, hey, 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 man, <laughs> garbage person, use a coaster. <laughs> what are you doing? Get the fuck out of my house. And, uh, well, maybe, maybe they just, they, maybe they were raised in a barn. Uh, let's not go, uh, poor shaming. Uh, but maybe they just don't know how to use coasters. Um, and that is why, <laughs> that is why you need Carl's coasters. Carl is not only a president of Carl's coasters, but he is also a client. And you head on down to Carl's coaster with one convenient location, uh, in, uh, just outside of Nixon, Missouri. Uh, Carl has literally tens of coasters for sale, and if you buy ten coasters, you get the eleventh one for free. Um, and it is uh, these coasters are self-explanatory. You don't need to explain to your friends like all the complicated ways to use coasters because maybe that's why they're not using them. Maybe they're embarrassed maybe, because you know a coaster is not necessarily self-explanatory. These coasters they have they have written on them. <laughs> hey, pick this up. Put your drink on it. Oh, great. See, it's affirmative. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Carl's Coasters. Thank you, Carl Coaster, actual name, uh, for sponsoring this episode of the show. Now, let's uh, get back to that um, <laughs> that Transformer goodness. What? Welcome to the Autopod Decepticast. This is your weekly podcast that delivers a minute-by-minute breakdown of the 1986 Transformers movie, and this is episode 72, which means we're covering minute 72, which means 1-1101 to the 1 hour and 12 minute mark. I'm your host, Aaron, and with me are... Two guys who, uh, we recently went on a, a trip. It, it was a really cheap trip to a second-rate Polynesian island. After taking a third-class flight and checking into a fourth-tier motel, we rented a Chevy to cruise the beach. Turns out, the car was possessed by the spirit of a Fonzie-like hipster who drove us to the village of a 50s pop-culture-loving tribe. After romancing the tribal princess and her cat, Mai Tai, we saved the village from disaster by driving the Chevy into the volcano's fiery crater. Gentlemen, please introduce yourselves, and if you can, please recall your favorite primetime Garfield television special. Good lord, that took forever to figure out what you were doing there. Yeah. My name's Ryan, I just kept thinking Joe versus yes, the so volcano. Yes, I did, I did too. But no, I've seen that one. Uh, I like the holiday special. Garfield in Paradise yeah. is the reference. Yeah. All right. Well, no, I I, I like the holiday one. Good. I like the Christmas one where he where we meet Grandma and they're uh, I don't know I don't know maybe it's just because she's associated. spunky. She's a spunky she is, old lady with were, some firm titties. Well, hmm. I didn't get that takeaway, but I guess yeah. we were watching a different uh, different. <laughs> you were watching Garfield Gilfs. By the way, uh, I I, I um, occasionally check out Garfgab, the Twitter the Twitter site Garfgab. This might be the wrong guy, but there's a there's a there's a podcast out there where a guy or maybe it's a YouTube site mm-hmm. guy go, is going through every single episode of Garfield and Friends and breaking it down. Holy shit! Yeah, so let's, 
Let's hop on that train. Uh, it's pretty funny. Let's hop on that train. Uh, I'm just some gonna... pretty uh, lazy backgrounds in the Garfield Christmas special <laughs> that we're looking at some images from. Much so, like the comic strip, kind of just blank backs with walls. Right, right. So the there there was a, li- a number of specials that came out. I liked Gar. I, I don't know why Garfield in Paradise stuck itself to me. I think it's I'd not, forgotten about its existence it's, entirely. It's not a funny. I mean, nothing about Garfield in retrospect is funny, <laughs> but it, it is the, it is a really unique story, and there are some really charming musical numbers. I actually watched the whole thing. A lot of Garfield specials are actually just on YouTube, and no one cares about taking them down. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some really nice musical numbers. There's a lot of yep. send-ups of like 50s-inspired kind of beach rock and Hawaiian pop. I think I like it because John gets the girl in it, and she is like smoking hot. And Garfield gets a girl, and I guess she's smoking God, hot. Maybe I've never <laughs> seen out, this. Uh, go ahead. It came out in 86. Mm, the same year same as. Year. And guess who Trump. else was a voice actor on it that was in uh, Transformers? Frank Welker. Me, Greg Berger. That's oh. right. That's absolutely. I was going to touch That's on right. that. That's yeah. right. Greg Berger did the voice, and, and he did the voice in uh, the Garfield Halloween special. Either he was a, a television an- announcer, but um, let me I, just... I forgot about it. I remember they used to have this in pretty heavy rotation was on he, television. Who was he in the Garfield? Was he Odie? Uh, or? I don't know. But... No. Oh no! I was Frank Welker Odie. Shit! Somebody was Odie that was connected. That's what to... I feel like too. To the Garfield universe. Damn it, we've done Caleb all this just work. just bringing it up, not even knowing. I'm just bringing up the picture of the oh girl. Oh my gosh, John, she is super John, hot. Yeah, John Smith. <laughs> if a woman with perfectly giant oval eyes can be described as uh, sexually <laughs> attractive. It's uh, true. This, if this, that were a person. This island babe from Garfield in Paradise. I feel like as a kid, I remember watching this and being like, I'm. I, I'm maybe, I titty fuck that. <laughs> Because that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing that existed when this came out. Wow. But I remember being like feeling feeling weird feelings. Why am I tingly? My pants are tight. Do you guys remember Gar- the Gar- the first Garfield special I ever saw was the Halloween special, and that was all- that's also a really really good one. I watched it in entirety as well. In I don't remember anything about it. That's one where basically uh, Gar- you learn that Halloween is like Garfield's favorite holiday. He does some good song and dance numbers about that. And then he and Odie go trick-or-treating. They're dressed up as pirates. Garfield has like this like moment of clarity where he's like he sees that there's this whole neighborhood across the lake that if they could get over that neighborhood, nobody else can get over that neighborhood so they can get all the candy. They go over to that neighborhood and they find a house and they go in it and they're sitting by a fireplace and it turns out and there's an old man there. And he's like, you just walked into a bad situation because <laughs> a hundred, hundred years ago, some pirates buried their treasure there, and oh, I was man. the cabin boy for that pirate ship. And so they're gonna, co- they vowed they were gonna come back a hundred years later, and then and then the guy disappears, steals their boat, and then the pirate ghost pirates come and uh, so it's it's actually they're actually really unique little stories aside from the fact that it's corny Garfield. Well, it kind of sounds like they just ripped off the fog. I don't even know by what John that Carpenter. Is. is it possible the fog ripped off Jim Davis's no. Garfield Halloween there, spectacular? It's not. <laughs> There's a. I remember now that there there was a direct reference to Elvis in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. The uh, I the, wonder if this, this was is during that late '80s, '50s. Basically, craze. basically, this tribe is in fl- the, the 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 tribe of indigenous Polynesian people on this. We don't know what the island is. I bet this is really racist in uh, retrospect. No, so so. 
I thought the same thing. I uh, was looking for moments of uncomfortable cultural insensitivity. Yeah. And there's a little bit, but not as much they, as I was expecting. The, the, the tribe, I'm glad the, you didn't say hoped. The tribe <laughs> The tribe appropriates fif, like 50s, 50s culture. American culture. Right. Yeah. But there is one character, and his name is Pigeon, and he speaks Ooh. in like a very like made up fake language sure. that feel that feels a little racist, but at the same time it, it could have been much worse. <laughs> no, that's where we're at now. It could have been much worse. Yeah. But Here. the 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 actually the the leader of the tribe was voiced by Wolfman Jack. Yeah. On a side note. That's a fine looking guy. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly it. Another interesting fact, the this Garfield in Hawaii was nominated for a primetime Emmy Award in eighty six. It didn't win, but there was only one other nominee, oh. and, and that was Garfield's Halloween Adventure. Okay. And that won. That won. That's <laughs> fucking strange. Here's the back of the book, so you can see that, that was the Wolfman Jack character. That's that. the pigeon character. Ah. This this guy, I can't remember his name, but the, the car, like like I said, it, possessed, it, it was possessed by the spirit, I guess, of this guy, and it rolls them into the village. That's how they come in there. But that guy and Odie, yeah, they work on the car together. And yeah. uh, I vaguely recall this now. This, this goofy-looking guy here. So at any rate, uh, I really liked it, but I, you know what I think? It's time to talk about shout-outs for a second. Excellent. And I would like to shout-out somebody on uh, Facebook and Twitter, actually. Oh, God, is it me? Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> at Jet. Or, or what's your Twitter handle? At, uh, at, at Ryan Jet Two, two? Oh, <laughs> the number two. That's the worst. I know. I, jo- I joined Twitter whenever it was part of like a con- uh, a, uh, a class in college, and so I didn't care. And I was like, whatever, too. And I'm like, so I never changed it. You went to college. I, pff, I have, a, I have college. a worthless associate's degree. So, uh, what I'm actually shouting out is at Autobot Rodimus, who's on oh. Facebook and puts out a lot of really interesting. Uh, Twitter and uh, just Transformers related content. I think recently found some some viral fame through something he did. Uh, basically, these uh, Autobot City news pieces. Did you yeah. guys see them? Breaking news. Yes, they're really they're actually really really cool. I like them a lot. Uh, they look super authentic, and I look like he did a great job of like creating these kind of headline captions that, right. that capture the moment. And I think there, there's a lot of good ones. They're all good. The, but I think my favorite one is actually the one where I'm trying to find it. I'm scrolling through right now. But it's basically uh, like it being an, in, an interview of Hot Rod saying, I was only trying to help. No one else saw the gun <laughs> Megatron was reaching for. Yeah. Hot Rod responds to accusations. <laughs> Autobot City in ruins. <laughs> Ultra Magnus named Autobot yeah, leader. That's a good one. But that's yeah, good. The, he did so great job with that, by the way. And also uh, reached out to us. He signed up for our for our newsletter that we don't create. Yay. <laughs> we haven't sent one of those out in a while. <laughs> in a while ever. ever. <laughs> Go ahead. Thank you for the three people that have signed up for yeah, it. We will, and one of whom, well, no, wait, no, never mind, sorry. We'll have time for putting out the newsletter once we're done recording. That's right. We'll whole, do, yeah. What we should ju- do is just copy-paste everything for a month from our Twitter feed and then send that out <laughs> as a newsletter. <laughs> Awful. 
I like it. So, uh, and then before we get into the last episode recap, I just want to remind everybody that uh, the entire Autopod Decepticast team here will be at TFCon Chicago. Some October, of us longer than others. <laughs> October 26th through 28th. <laughs> if you are wanting to meet the ghost of the iconic moment, your window is small. But, uh, <laughs> Probably. Possibly 12 <laughs> hours. <laughs> but, but there is opportunity if you uh, are a good stalker, I suppose. <laughs> um, and if you are, uh, hey, if you're one of our top tier VIP listeners that you can have a meet and greet with the ghost of the iconic moment, <laughs> we'll, we'll hook you up. No, actually, I mean, but yeah, obviously, there's several people out there who, if you happen to be out there, that we interact a lot with. Oh uh, yeah, we'd love on to meet Twitter, you guys. It'd be great, to, yeah, to meet up in person. I don't know that there's anything formal planned or <laughs> that we would plan, but but let us know beforehand if you are planning to go to TFCon Chicago. We, go hang, and we, we could do an outing, hang out, hang, do, do some shots, yeah. do some Jaeger bombs, Ugh. some sake bombs. <laughs> okay, we'll just have human drinks. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, let's not. I mean, it was a. Uh, I don't know who to who's. Uh, Bow, this shot is over. The hotel or the organizers oh. of TFCon, but the uh, just oh, the drink, drinks, the, the the drink. I mean, I think it's a nice thing that you put together a custom oh, drink. Oh, it was menu, very cool. But those drinks are. I'm not drinking any of those. They look I, like garbage. This I feel is like TFCon Toronto. And why do they look like garbage? They're just sweet garbage. It's they just look like two full sugar, of sugar. drinks. Yeah. I feel like two couple things. One, like I. The theme is really, it's fun. I think they were also trying to go for colors, like, that sure. were related to the Transformers. Sure, sure. Um, but, and so you got to go with the sugary drinks, but also there's a real nice profit margin on those kind of yeah, drinks. Yeah, totally. Um, but, yeah. Like, let's, make, let's make these dorks just drink I, it. Just make it palatable. Drink schnapps all night long. I still dorks. like my idea. I still I like my idea for, so. like, like, if we were going to do our own, my, my idea was called uh, the Shockwave, and mm. I believe it's just straight gin. <laughs> But you, it's a gin martini. It's a gin martini. But <laughs> I'm in. What makes it a shockwave is that you you have to order it and get served in a in a room all by yourself. By yourself. <laughs> it's yeah. a closet. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, like that sounds like a perfect Friday night. It sounds like you might not be seeing our jet too at uh, TFCon. I'm gonna be like in one of those speakeasy Roger Rabbit rooms where I slide the electrical socket away and so I can just watch yes. through the wall. Yeah, that's great. What is the song we can play that forces you to bust out of this It's Rain and Men. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Putting it on the playlist. Excellent. Last episode recap. The Autobots and Junkions approached Unicron only to get attacked immediately. The Junkions brushed it off rather well, but the Quintesson ship ended up like the end of so many porn shoots right in Unicron's eye. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> I don't like that, by the way. The team that takes me out of it. The team wow, is, I thought Ryan would be all over that. No, it, I don't like I need the girl to at least pretend like she likes it. Okay. The team is split <laughs> up with RC, Springer, Cup, and Daniel being chased by Unicron's internal defenses. And Hot Rod, right at the top of the minute where we kick off here, he's resting on a spine. He's kind of struggling a little bit. Mm -hmm. He um, slips off the spike protrusion. In, in a moment of terrible framework, he yes. slips off of the spike. And we can tell that the, that that spike is masked poorly, or maybe I guess the, it wouldn't be the spike that's masked. Yeah, it's it's the, the actual animation cell yep. that's masked. And um, he falls. He falls hundreds of feet. Mm-hmm. To land on a sheeted floor. Unicron is mostly made of spiky balls. I <laughs> that feel is like. true. Yeah. Balls, it is again, and, and thick cable. Yeah, oh, big, thick, throbbing cables. Mm -hmm. um, I might be horny. I've, been, <laughs> I've talked a lot about this. I think it's been like a day since. See how, see how hard that is? I couldn't tell if that was just. I just poked Ryan's crotch. I couldn't tell if it was a, bunch, a lot of bunched up. 
fabric or yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Your I penis? put some socks down there. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so when he's Caleb's fallen, rubbing his face. I know. He's fallen to a floor. I recall because we just watched the previous minute. The floor that the rest of the gang landed on was like a green hallway. Mm-hmm. Now, the, he's landed in a totally different totally area. different place, yeah. Uh, so we were speculating if he just made a right turn where they made a left. This is totally different, so I don't know how he ended up here. But Doesn't matter. At any rate, he lands. He kind of crawls on the floor. He's trying to get his bearings. He, he crawls by what appears to be some kind of <laughs> computer weird. panels, mm-hmm. spiked organs, unique viscera. And uh, why would those computer panels be there, by the way, unless other people are somehow interacting with Unicron or are meant to interact with Unicron. I think they're just like, we're running out of Ideas. different uh, backgrounds. Just yeah. paint whatever. Yeah, 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 I think you're right. Uh, I, we talked about this a little bit. I think we're, we're, we paused at uh, 1 hour, uh, 11 minutes, uh, 14 seconds in, where the, we see Hot Rod close up as he's just come out, and it's uh, the, the light and shadow in this whole bit is pretty good, but I like this especially on Hot Rod. Yeah, it looks great. Lots of we refer to it layers and layers of shading and mm-hmm. and all. I, I wonder if when you do that, do you do that on different? I guess you'd have to do that on different animation cells. You probably have your yeah. baseline drawing layer, then you've got a layer of color, and then you have a layer of texture and whatever sort. I'm assuming is they just stack it. On I would top say of each maybe other. the color is, uh, of the cells that I've seen of like normal animation. Usually, the color is on the same cell as the line drawing. Okay. Um, I don't know if you would stack. I guess you'd probably stack the. I don't know. We've only been talking about animation techniques since, like, episode zero of this show, and we've done no follow-up research. No research. If, uh, at some point, you know, more so than getting a voice actor on the show, if we were to get an animation Animator? expert or person who participated, that would be, like, really the bomb. Like someone who knows anything about old-school animation? <laughs> exactly. So, um, he surveys, hot, he being Hot Rod, surveys the area. Uh, the scene is, it's kind of dark, a little bit scary. There's lots of, uh, you know, balls and spiked stalagmites, <laughs> yep. tights and columns. His gaze fixes on a bright blue love, light floating in the darkness. It's what very Tron-like. Yeah, it is. The way the light from the Matrix reflects on the some of the surrounding uh, structures here. Yeah, absolutely. I do love the way we get reintroduced to Galvatron in the Matrix through a series of, like, getting closer and closer to him. Like, we see the Matrix... Excuse me. We see the Matrix glowing. Then we see like Galvatron in the Matrix. We see Galvatron's eyes glowing, and then mm-hmm. finally, eventually, he steps into the light. Yeah, you basically just see a silhouette of mm-hmm. Galvatron with just the glowing eyes, and the Matrix is the only thing that's bright enough to have any real definition here. And uh, Galvatron at this point steps out of the shadows, eyes just glowing red with evil. The shading again, great as it reintroduces and kind of shines a light. Well, don't step into the light because that's where I get you because I'm a poetic poltergeist. What is that from? That feels so familiar. Uh, What is that from? Hmm. Is that Fresh Prince? Is it? Don't come into the light, because that's where I get you, because I'm a poet. That is Fresh Prince. Well done, Ryan. Oh, goodness. If, wow. I, had, if I hadn't already, I actually thought about doing a French French Prince. A French, French Press. <laughs> French Press. I love the French Press. Uh, yes, yes. Uh. <laughs> What's his DJ's name? DJ Jazzy Java. <laughs> 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 Hang on, this is not. This write that down. <laughs> write that down. Not be long. Nobody take that. Jazzy Java, Jazzy Java, and the French Press. <laughs> <laughs> That's not terrible. Take, take 
take uh, we'll take all of uh, Fresh Prince lyrics and and put a like coffee, a spin. coffee spin. We'll on do it. a Weird Al coffee themed <laughs> yeah. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince cover band. Yeah. Oh man, that's good. All right, moving on from that. So it's just creativity coming out of our ears. I mean, yeah. We can't stop and no. won't stop. No. Rather, so. Uh, Galvatron steps out of the shadows. He says to Hot Rod, It will do you no good, Autobot. It cannot be opened. Hot Not Rod, by a Decepticon. Exactly. I love this low angle shot. We're paused at 11130. Uh, you don't even see Galvatron, mm-hmm. but you can see the angle, how high up he is over Hot Rod at this point, and, and Hot Rod's approaching him. Um, it's a pretty creative shot. Like, they could have just done, yeah. like, a, a two-shot where it's, like, they're on the same level. But, like, it's very... Not only does it make Galvatron seem so much more, mad, like, imposing and powerful, but it's just, cr- like, visually very interesting. Yeah, he's on a pedestal of sorts. And also, like, the... Uh, this is a very minute thing to pick out, but from, uh, like, the start of the pedestal that where the hot rod is approaching there's some really nice shading yep. and just like paintwork that goes on down at the bottom of that like there's the swirling uh chromish metallic. yeah it implies like curvature yeah that the structure did a great job galvatron goes on to say that like it or not galvatron <laughs> goes on to say like it or not we are allies now against a common foe uh, and yeah he's like, oh wait getting a message uh right never mind immediately migraine the familiar red hue and high-pitched sound engulfs galvatron unicron is still in control of this guy and uh, tortures him he commands galvatron kill hot rod or face obliteration Which- himself I, and Galvatron complies. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, even in the midst of like the all the battle that's going on outside, he still like Unicron is still paying attention to what's going on with Galvatron and the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. I get, they must. They obviously have some kind of psychic link. But to me, mm-hmm. that threat seems a little empty. Just, I mean, Galvatron's already betrayed him. If I'm Unicron, I'm definitely gonna kill Galvatron when this whole thing is over, no matter what. It's almost like a Megatron Starscream dynamic. It, yeah, it really is, huh. actually. Yeah, but that's an interesting way of putting it. Uh, on that same note, if I'm Galvatron, I know Unicron's probably gonna kill me by the end of this. So despite that torture, wouldn't you kind of want to still try and help yeah. out Hot Rod on the slide? You know what probably get out will of happen mess? is I won't go crazy from soaking in lava for a bunch of months. <laughs> right. That's that was a weird twist. Se- <laughs> season three, um, and this is a fast minute for us. For the but for the first yeah. time, we see Galvatron use his arm cannon offensively in an awesome way and. He fires on Hot Rod, who who flees, and he continues to fire in rapid succession one, two, three times. While this the music at this point, which we should re-listen to, is this like symphonic sort of church organ harpsichord line, and it's belted out by our friend Diet Vinsticola, as uh, named by Kayla. Uh, so I was gonna say it sounds so refreshing. It sounds to me like Castlevania. Yeah, totally. Like let's let's listen to this real quick. Caleb, you're the music guy. It's synth. And it's symphonic. Is it like meant to be? Is it organ? Is it? Yeah, it's a synthesized organ sound. All right, right, we'll just leave it at that then. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) 
So we close out the minute with a close-up on Galvatron's face, and uh, his eyes are just twitching so yep. with rage or madness. Mm. One of those things. Mm. Maybe, maybe a half, little of both. Six of one, half dozen of the other. But a great touch with the twitching of the eyes. Yeah, yeah. Just, like... It does, lo- this we, does we don't like see a, very... a lot of those like small touches like that, like the twitching eyes and things. But and when, the, when it happens, it's nice. I like your uh, your comment off when we weren't recording when we were watching this, where as he's shooting inside there, you hear Unicron going, "Ow, ow, ow!" Acid indigestion, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Which actually comes into play in another minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, does it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will say, like, speaking of the Galvatron shots, um, they're so, like, the jagged nature of them, uh, like, you would never be able to draw, like, Aaron, when you and I traded Transformer pictures, it would Mm -hmm. look ridiculous if we were to draw the shots like that, but Mm -hmm. in a fast animation style like that, it makes them so much more dynamic than just Mm -hmm. a straight laser, like, fire. It's so much cooler. Yeah. It almost, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like, uh... Well, these I thought took. Oh, that. Yeah. Uh, so I love. Yeah, I love like. It's almost the like after blast. Sh- yeah, when the shot dissipates, sort of like just the. I don't even know how to like describe how light, it. like how lightning works. Like how lightning. Kind of yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know really, but I notice when lightning strikes, it'll it'll leave behind a little. And you I mean, if, in a are sense, those are just watching lightning. In a time. sense, those are just tracers, right? And they are. Uh, which we talked a lot about tracers in one episode. Uh, incendiary rounds. And yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. I think it's more like just leftover plasma, but you know, same thing as lightning. Now, in the Michael Bay movies, they don't really use lasers, do they? They, it's more like they have actual ammunition. I feel I've only like. seen the first one. Yeah, I'd rather not talk about the Michael Bay. Yeah, movies. you're right. You know what? Fuck that. I'm sorry I brought yeah. that up. <laughs> it's time to go into our. <laughs> I'm in the French press, and I'm here to say <laughs> script deviations in a major way. <laughs> Coffee, y'all. Script deviations. <laughs> Do you, yeah, that was a reference back to um, Fruity Pebbles rap. Remember? <laughs> Fruity Pebbles. My name is... Uh, I think that's just a reference to terrible Flintstone rap. I'm here to say I love Fruity Pebbles in a major way. And th- Barney goes, he loves Fruity Pebbles in a major Did way. Did he have a record scratch situation with perhaps a toucan a bird, bird needle it. on the record? Gotta find it. <laughs> Gotta find it. Gotta catch them all. Oh, man. Cultural appropriation in the 90s was fun, y'all. It was on point. <laughs> it was like... like Trying to grasp that 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 lightning in a what bottle. What are kids like? Sunglasses, that, that, skateboards, urban youths. And well, and at the time, people didn't realize that that like rap music and hip hop was a was a culture. Right. They yeah. thought it was Check a fad. And so, all right, Check this up. you'll have to put this up. You watch me get rich, fruity pebbles. Oh no! Who are you? I'm the master rapper. Rhythm here to say, I love fruity pebbles in a major way. He loves fruity pebbles in a major way. The bedrock yellow, orange, purple, lime, and red. But to get the fruity taste, I got a trick, friend. There is a bird turntable. Holy shit! He's scratching it. And Barney is dressed in a prehistoric version of like a Run DMC yeah. outfit. Or first oh, yeah. of all, that's always racist when that happens. <laughs> well, of course, when, it is. when white people do mock hip hop, it is like the of most cringy thing you, I ever like. It like, but people still do it today. Like, 
I like it still is a like running like white Ugh. like gag of it's really funny when white people do black Look at music. How crazy what about, this what about is. what about that stick though? Because he's obviously an Indonesian guy with a fanny pack on. Like I feel taking... like there's a difference when I, I think white people can do hip hop music, yeah, but, but not if you're doing it ironically, right? Like... I, I yeah yeah exactly yeah. yeah. Ugh. Anyway, well, gross. regardless of that, that stick that <laughs> that. That uh, Fruity Pebbles commercial sucked, <laughs> but I but I remember it, so I guess it worked. You know what? Oh. Fruity Pebbles had some memorable shit because I remember the the holiday commercial. Um, ho ho ho! I'm ha ha hungry. Yeah. Bonnie, my pebbles, your pebbles. Tis the season to be sharing, Fred. Yeah, yep. Fruity Pebbles holidays. Let's, uh, that they still run, I believe. Which harkens me back to. Uh, I mean, oh, the, the, the Flintstones have been shilling products from from Absolutely. day yeah. this one. Classic, this classic uh, uh, Laramie cigarettes ad, or is it Benson and Hedges? No, it's Laramie. I think it's Look at the wives working so hard. This is sexist on top of like terrible advertising cigarettes. Yeah, me too. Let's go around back where we can't see them. Gee, we ought to do something, Fred. Okay, how's about taking a nap? They were the Simpsons of their day. Yeah. God, it's so weird. How do you feel now? Uh, I like how I just want to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I, um, the, well, obviously the listeners probably don't know, but I smoked for like um, 15 years probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm the type of person who cannot have a cigarette without, like, now I'm just going to smoke a pack a day. Like, yeah. I can't, I so. cannot. I, I quit five times because I couldn't. I'm like, oh, I can handle it. I demonstrably could not handle it, yeah. like having wanted. But I still have dreams where... I go and buy a pack of cigarettes and I start smoking. And I'm like, oh no! Like, like, like <laughs> as you do it, you're like, yes, yeah, I'm like, it's happening. It's gonna happen again. Uh, <laughs> laughing at Ryan's addiction. Yes, Add- addictive personality. Yeah. Where's my gin for kicking it? Where's uh, my gin? <laughs> yeah. That's why I couldn't go to Alcoholics Anonymous because they all smoke in there. That's I, true. They probably don't anymore. But no, I'm sure that they do. I in mean, the churches. Well, you did what? I went, to, I, I went to an AA meeting once with a friend of mine who invited yeah. me to one. Some of them were in churches. church. Yeah, a lot of them are in like community centers. Out, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just know in movies they're always full of smoke. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing a script deviation here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're on a podcast. Um, and here's the thing everybody knows that my script that I follow is closer to what we see on screen, but generally I will point out if there's any particularly notable. 
um, differences. And in, in Ryan's version, are, are really crazy balls to the wall because it's an early script. Well, I've got nothing this episode. Oh. Everything was pretty much as it played out. Or really? Nothing, nothing exciting enough to mention. So Didn't you crash land in the last episode into the brain? And it was Yeah, but once they got in there, I pretty much followed suit. Okay. All right, so, uh, yeah, it's all you, man. All right, let's light it up and light it out. Um, uh, on the last one, um, if you remember, the Quintesson ship uh, with all Autobots on board crashed into Unicron's ear... And then um, Hot Rod... Like, would that have been the tip of the horn? It said underneath the horn. Underneath the horn. Okay, yeah. all right. Which, there, yeah. Um, and then Hot Rod... Okay, on the script it says, uh, Hot Rod jumps into Ingester's Eustachian tube. Eustachian tube. Eustachian Thank you for pronouncing that. That's the tube that. that connects your ear to I know, but also I was like, fuck you, Friedman. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's also spelled incorrectly. <laughs> anyway, I just... I don't know why that... Irritated me. I'm just like, who are you trying to impress? Um, he lands and surveys the scene, and we show tunnels, corridors. It's all pretty much the same. Um, but then we see a central, a century robotoid guardian structures. In this case, clacking and advancing razor treads as though the floor surface were hinged, like some flattened escalator, which is, I guess, just a people mover. And each step had a razor edge that was designed for drawing in and chewing up anything that walked on it. It starts eating its way toward Hot Rod. And I wrote, I don't understand any of this. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to... I close my eyes a lot whenever you do these sequences so I can let my imagination bring it to life. And I've got nothing. Yeah, and we are, like, not unimaginative people. Like, we all three have some artistic talent. And I'm like, I can't picture what you're trying to describe, really. Mm-hmm. And it gets even worse because... Hot Rod grabs the spiral corridor structure from the wall and bends it into advancing razor treads so they chomp down on it and short-circuit themselves, stopping the razor tread action. Still. Circuit is also spelled wrong. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, he was, at that point... He, I feel like he was on he, all the coke. Yeah, yeah, he's just, he's just, he's just free associating. <laughs> okay, it's and like, then... It's it's like, this is like his naked lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we go cut back to Ingester as he reacts, slapping his hand to his ear with a growl. Uh, and then we oh, you got that thing. Of course. That's a callback Absolutely. to what we saw on screen. Okay. Uh, Spr- and then we're on Springer, RC, and Daniel. Springer shoves them aside to clear the way for the upcoming hand. As Ingester's hand enters the shot and whacks the side of his head, and he says, Yow! <laughs> RC is knocked down into the forest of tree trunk hairs on Ingester's shoulder. The hair starts whipping and coiling, flailing her, binding her, strangling her. And she says, Help! And um, Springer and Daniel leap off the surface before Ultra Magnus can respond. I'm like, oh, yeah, Ultra Magnus is here. He's not in this movie for anymore. <laughs> um, and they land beside RC, who's trapped and struggling in the hair. Daniel grabs the hair and says, concentrating hair. Think. Think. <laughs> he grabs the hair by the bottom nearest ingester's skin. Using is he? Ex- I'm assuming he is in a suit at this yes, time. Yes, because he's okay, using gotcha, his exosuit gotcha. strength. Yanks the hair out. <laughs> And just reacts with pain, shaking and reaching for the source of irritation. <laughs> and then um, RC says, that was very brave. And Daniel says, ah, a piece of carbon cake. Oh, come on. You don't have to start doing that, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we cut back to uh, he's Hot just Rod. Trying, he's just trying to fit in. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Cut back to Hot Rod inside Ingester, um, dropping into an enormous chest cavity, uh, and then the spark, like there are some white, quote-unquote, white cells swarming in to destroy the invader. I'm like, oh, there's the spiked balls. Mm-hmm. They look like giant spiked covered versions of pollen magnified millions of times. 
Hot Rod battling them left and right with a rifle-like weapon, which I don't really know where that came from. This giant glitch must have a core somewhere around here. And that's where we'll stop. Okay. We haven't even... So he surmises there's like a big core central energy center that he they now need to get to... To destroy In him. order to like, yeah, finish him off. And I will say Jester. at this point, uh, uh, Galvatron is not inside Unicron at this point. He's still on the exterior of Unicron. Okay, all right. In this script. Very... There we go. Very interesting. Well, then, uh, it's generally this time of the Tres episode... Tres de where we kind of hold hands and do a seance. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You can imitate him really well, Caleb. Yeah, thank you. That was you do a great impression. Really? I try. All right, well, let's see if he shows up. Uh, I'm going to pop him into the damn door. All right, so, okay. We can. We can. I'm the ghost of the iconic moment. <laughs> you know? Hey, man. <laughs> What's up? Oh, you're oh, here. It? It's a. Wow, you you're sticking around. You're yo. not just doing the intro. Yo yo yo. Oh, oh no. whoa. Oh no. Oh. Wait, you're doing some cultural appropriation. Oh, it's the. He's got a gold chain around his. I got neck. a new. It's the ghost of the racist iconic moment. I got so. a new. I got a new. I got a new look. <laughs> Are you trying something new for the ladies? Yeah, but changing changing my changing my style. <laughs> do you do. You, do you have any new skill? Do you are you are you rapping? Skills? My name is Icon MC. Okay. All uh, right. Would you like a beat to show some of your freestyle prowess? Here we go. Sure, man. <laughs> my name is Ghost, and I'm here to say I love all the ladies in a major way. I'm gonna give That's out fresh. my phone now. I'm gonna give out my phone number now. Call me right now. Yeah. You took the bold move of rhyming now with now. Yeah, man. I'm cool. I'm cool um, now. I'm all right. Well, do you turn over a new leaf? Did you watch this minute with us? Would you like to talk about uh, what we saw on screen? Was there something that was particularly momentous for you? Galvatron's Galvatron's uh, chain. <laughs> oh, he got Jesus that Jesus piece. piece. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Fly. All right, awesome. Caleb. I, uh, I also love how there's nothing whiter than a ghost. <laughs> so true. this works out well. Fair enough. I'm the whitest. <laughs> Is that a thing you want to rap about? Here we go. Nope. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a no but. I'm white on the outside. But I'm dark on the inside. Ugh. Oh, God. Uh, so oh, you're like that woman who was in the NAACP. <laughs> oh, yeah. I... So... <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Caleb, what was your favorite moment? Um, I like all the shading. That was some iconic well, shading. It seems, it seems like they've stepped up the animation a notch here in this part of the mm-hmm. movie. Like they're, you know, they're like, they're taking their time. Mm-hmm. This is, this is one where there's a lot of light and shadow play. Yeah, yeah it's very, they, it's very good. They put some time in. In the same way of like that, whenever um, uh, Megatron and, and Optimus came together, there was a lot of really good uh, shadow and light work in that. Whenever they, he stepped into the yeah to face mm-hmm. off with him. Yeah, it's it's probably like there's probably a budget because it probably is like I don't know. Again, like we were talking about earlier, there's probably layers and layers of work that go into it. Sure. And so you probably only have so many scenes that you can budget for that kind of right, thing. Right. You're like, let's I want focus this on... to have the impact. Yeah. Um, the for me, I think this moment here, like the, the Matrix glow coming off Galvatron, and then as we get closer to him, like the deep red eyes as he's silhouetted. That as a child always stood out to me. The reintroduction mm-hmm. of 
Gallo yeah, we're at uh, one hour, 11 minutes, 24 seconds to about the 30-second mark. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's very good. I um, I will say, I actually, it's kind of similar, but I like where uh, Galvatron says it cannot be opened, and Hot Rod says not by a Decepticon. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, because he's not scared, he's not being a shithead. Right. Um, it's solid logic. It's not like eye rolling or anything. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it's a it's a pretty solid reaction to seeing like the ultimate Decepticon with like who's literally holding the Matrix, and he's inside a planet killing robot. I just thought it was a nice moment for Hot Rod. Yeah, it makes sense that he has no fear. Or it's it true. Feels like, or at least his fear is. Yeah, you know, it's suppressed. It's down. Yeah, exactly. He's handling it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess that brings us to the to the end of the minute here. Next time on the Autopod Decepticast. Well, we've got more Unicron size discrepancy discussion. Oh, Just what everybody was oh, wanting. Good. Did you guys not get enough of it? Here's <laughs> another round. <laughs> we've got an awesome external at- attack sequence coming up here. Absolutely. We're gonna We're going to see the Dinobots doing something literal. And I thought you uh, were supposed to make dinosaurs. <laughs> All that and more in episode 73 of the Autopod Decepticast. Tell your friends about us. Listen to the show. iTunes. Come Stitcher, see us in Chicago. Google Play. Tune in. TFCon Chicago. October. Follow us on our social media. T- Twitter. T-Twitter? T-Twitter. It's a new website. It's just getting some traction. There are four people who are using it. And F Facebook. Yo, yo, <laughs> I, yo I want to give a shout out. To my to my homies DJ uh. Jazzy Java and the French Press. <laughs> That's true. And also, let's uh, shout out real quick. I believe the Ghost of the Iconic moment has a Twitter. Did you just get on the twits? Yeah, well, yeah. I saw something. I That's you, right? I gotta change it up though. Why is that? Uh, I've been going through some hard times. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Lost my job. Mm-hmm. We've heard about that. I lost remember. my girl. Yeah, yeah. You I, seem I want, pretty public ever, about it. Did you ever have that girl? I kind of hit bottom, man. It seems like that girl just my... never wanted anything to do with you. Trying to change myself. All right. Trying to get well, that's cool. Good. Be your best. You. Trying to cool. Yeah. Be your best. Boo. I, be <laughs> best boo. That's it. Put a pin in it. <laughs> uh, hey guys, everything's it. <laughs> At APODDcast. Yes. Uh, and then, of course, there's the web presence, autopoddecepticast.com. Ryan, I haven't asked you in a while. Anything that you think we want to put up on <laughs> Every here? time you ask me, I'm like, well, put up some stuff, whatever I listen to. Garfield and Paradise. There's no definitely going to be some Garfield Did stuff. you put up the Flintstone cigarette um, commercial? Uh, there's going to be all kinds of Flintstones. And, and the racist rap, Flintstones yes. rap yes. commercial. All racist all the time. That's yes. right. Uh, oh, man. Uh, any, that, uh, that everything commercial. racist at autopoddecepticast. Oh, God. Don't isolate that. <laughs> Nobody isolate that. <laughs> iTunes use Please rate and subscribe. This is a good episode. Oh, positivity. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Somewhere, I mean, surely. I don't know if I trust you with a pen. Here, I'll give you a pen. I'll take pencil. whatever. A little tiny <laughs> pencil. Here's All a right. golf pencil. Yeah, <laughs> I'm keeping the bowling score here. My God knows the, the bowling, bowling score. score. It's from Wings. Yep. It's... I can't believe you know that. I didn't think anybody else watched that show. I watched Wings. I love Wings. Do 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 do. Do, 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 do. Do you yep. what's what's the um what's the the uh, compet the the competitive uh, name of the uh, oh, airline? Oh shit, the, Roy's. Roy's. Do you uh, remember his operation. name of his uh, airline? Uh, 
Aeromass. Yes, Aeromass. Come fly with Aeromass. I love that show. I've, I've watched a like it's it's one like along with Cheers, which everybody from Cheers shows up on that show at some point. They do, don't they? Mm-hmm. I think in the pilot episode, ha, huh, that um, <laughs> uh, that Cliff and Norm are in it. That makes sense. Yeah. But I was just gonna say, like Cheers, it's a show that um, every couple, every like year or so, I'll just watch them all. Oh yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched it since. I think I watched it a little bit in syndication, but um. I liked the show. I thought it was. I remember there was a cri- an episode of The Critic where they were in hell, and there was this like a guy who's like, it's talking to the devil, and it's like, and the crew of wi- or the, the the crew of wings would like another season. He's like, tell them there's a limit even to my power. <laughs> and I'm like, I like that show. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I never watched. I watched. It. I, there was a few random like I watched a lot of uh, when I moved to St. Louis. I ended up watching a lot of Becker. Have you ever watched Becker? Oh, Becker? No, I've never watched Becker. Not bad. I really? liked it. I feel like yeah. it was critically well regarded. Yeah. And then, I did uh, not watch it. But. And then before that, Lara Kett had a had a, a show uh, where yeah. he worked in like a bus station. Yeah. And he was a recovering alcoholic. I watched that. I don't think I saw that what, one. One bad. Which is surprising because I really love John Lara Kett. Yeah. I thought it was a good show. Um and I remember there were, like Bobcat Goldthwait had an episode in it that I remember really Random. well. Random, yeah. Huh. He played a he played a recovering alcoholic, and when he was a recovering alcoholic, he had the you know he had the. Oh, I guess. But when he was when he was smashed, he talked normal. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I wonder. I feel like that that show didn't last very long. I don't think it did. I but I I like some somehow some of these shows, Wings, Becker, and like that show. I didn't have cable, and they would fall into a, a, a block of time where I was available to watch television. Mm-hmm. Like Becker, I watched in grad school. My wife would like would come home for lunch. Like I was, I like had classes in the afternoon. Yeah, and she works, uh, and and so anyway, it worked out where she would come home for lunch and that was that was on during the lunch hour on our little we had a black and white TV that we watched it was were you in the 1950s well i you know the the TV in the kitchen we didn't have cable yeah what we did have cable but the TV in the kitchen didn't and it had an antenna and that was before they finally stopped stopped yeah. broadcast and we were like you know, it was fun to sit there and, and watch Becker on a little television in the kitchen K romantico it was cool. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I used to do that with all kinds of stuff. Like I, I had my mom, growing up, my mom had a little black and white portable television. For the kitchen? For the kitchen. And I used to, when I was in kindergarten, I watched Days of Our Lives with her. Mm-hmm. And then I later on took that television and I would, uh, I, like, I like baths. I like bathing. Because <laughs> you're a fancy boy. Yes. And so, My oils and perfumes. Yes. Uh, um, so I would, at night, during uh, college... Uh, when I was still living at home, I would I would put the TV on in the bathroom and I would uh-huh. watch Letterman while I was taking a bath. I the, my that was my favorite part of the day. Of this is like candles and this dim in there. Of the course, yeah. You, would, you, would, just you would, for me. You would yep. sexualize it. I, it's not know. sexual. I'm imagining like a fancy like you know bubble bath and it's like just Caleb time. No, oh, I mean it was definitely Caleb time. I watched. A, I took a bath. Uh. I wouldn't go to that much trouble, but it would be like awesome. I'd be watching Letterman. And taking a bath and being like, you know, scrubbing and being like, <laughs> it's so funny, you know. Bubbles or no bubbles? <coughs> no bubbles. I haven't. I'm uh, an adult. I mean, I just wasn't. I just 
I'm sorry. It wasn't a choice I that I was. <laughs> it wasn't. A, it wasn't a conscious choice. It wasn't like bubbles or no bubbles. No <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> just the bubbles were absent from the scene. Blow cells, blow cells, where we sell good. 